Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello, listeners out there. Are you having a bad day? Are you having a good day? Is it one of those days where your tire popped on the way to work? Are you pulling your trailer for work and an axle broke loose? Well, that's pretty typical. The Bible says that we're going to face troubles in this life, uh, but that we have his word to go back to. So try to turn it around and listen to this podcast if it helps you. So we're going to jump in right here. I'm going to ask, well, let's introduce ourselves. I don't think we did that on the last one. I'm Shane. Brandon. Obi. Sean. So you'll get used to our voices and understand who's talking soon. Uh, Sean, if you wouldn't mind, would you open us up in prayer? Absolutely. Dear God, just thank you for this day. Thank you for these men and uh, what they mean to me. God, just help us to, uh, to speak truth, the uncomfortable truth, um, into, into the lives of those around us, Lord. And uh, just help us to shine our lights for you every opportunity we get. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Today, we're talking about God's sovereignty. And this kind of stemmed, Obi and I, you and I were having a conversation the other day just about God's sovereignty and where he's brought us from 10 months ago to now. Right. So that kind of inspired me to talk about God's sovereignty today. So in the beginning, he establishes his superiority here. Bam, first words in the Bible. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, then that one verse is enough to establish his credibility. Our God created everything. That means he's worthy of our worship. We must believe this or risk our eternity. That was one from the beginning, and here's one from the end. Revelations 1.8 says, I am Alpha, the Omega, says the Lord God, who was and is and is to come, the Almighty. So in the beginning, he establishes his credibility. He is creator. In the end, He again reminds us he is sovereign. At first look, it's easy to see where other people in this world have made their own rules and live by the own rules that live by the rules that they've made. It's easy to see that other people have basically become their own gods because they live self fulfilling lives. They may say, Hey, I do what I I do what I do, I do what I want to do, and as long as it doesn't hurt anybody then it's okay, right? Right? I would say wrong. <laughs> what part of our life are we talking about? Well, Today, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, when we look at other people and we see I got you. other people, let me get to the point. I yeah. think you all know what's coming. Yeah. It's easy to point out the world and how people make their own rules and morals nowadays. It's very rampant. But how willing am I to look at my own life and take a deep dive And let the Lord reveal to me the exceptions that I've made for myself. To be completely honest with myself, it starts with me and you starts with you. We aren't called to be the judge of others. We are not called to judge others. We are not to be the judge. Let me tell you a story. 
when my first child was about two to three years old, she went through a time where she was just, she would have these gigantic meltdowns, um, just insane. And I, you know, this, this is not anything out of the ordinary for a two or three year old, right? I mean, if you have kids, you know that they can have meltdowns that are just uncontrollable. Uh, it's nuts. And being our first kid, um, we're just walking through muddy water trying to figure out how to parent at this time. It's like, imagine riding a side-by-side through the woods without a windshield and you're hitting all these mud holes and you're trying to keep up with your buddy and you got mud all in your face and your eyes and you're trying to blink and open them and see and your limbs are hitting you in the face, but you're, you're just trying to keep up. That's what parenting's like in the beginning. She loved spending time with her grandparents, all of them for that matter, and, and all of our kids love spending time with their grandparents because they invest in them and they love them. So my wife and I were at our wits end, and we thought, we don't know what else to do. So when she had these moments, the only, the only way that we could get her under control is saying, if you don't stop, you're not going to get to go spend time with grandparents. And it started working, actually. I mean, for all our failures, we finally found something that worked. About three or four weeks later, my dad calls me, Shane. Uh, Mom and I need to talk to you and Courtney. <laughs> you know, when you get those, as an adult, when you get those phone calls, like, oh, gosh, I call man. it butthole, butthole pucker moments. Man, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. When it's from your dad, it's definitely that. Golly. No doubt. So they came to us and very gingerly said, it's not right to take her away from us and us away from her. If anything, she needs to be with us when you guys are at your wit's end. You can't punish her or us by temporarily removing our relationship with her. Now, they didn't say this, but what if we didn't have access to the Lord when we're being idiots? Listen, there's only a few things as humbling in life as mom and dad coming to you when you think you're an adult and saying, hey, man, you got it wrong, fix it. Lastly, have you ever changed your mind? I know I have. The story I just told was one of many where I changed my mind in my own life. That change in mind, when we change our mind, actually comes from gaining an extra piece or pieces of knowledge that we didn't have in the beginning when we initially made the decision. Changing my mind is a direct indicator that I simply didn't know or didn't have all the facts. It says, I was initially wrong, but now I think I have more information that I wasn't aware of, and therefore now I can make a better decision. Why am I talking about this? We could go down a rabbit hole talking about moral, amoral, pragmatism, and other philosophical stuff, but what we know is that we don't know everything. What I know is that I've made mistakes in my lifetime. You could phrase it the other way. What I know is that I've made a lifetime of mistakes. I also know that I cannot make my own rules. I can't make my own truth. I cannot be my own God. Because... If my truth is the utmost truth, it would never change. So where in the world do I get these truths? I'm glad you asked. Jeremiah 32, 17 says, Ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. The Lord inspired his followers to write his truths. That's the Bible. That's our truth guidebook, along with this Holy Spirit. 
So that's a general overview of what the Lord's teaching me about his sovereignty. But what's so awesome is that God is personal to each and every one of us, to each one of us in this room recording this podcast, to each one of you listening to this podcast. So the question I'm going to pose to my mates here is, how do we personally know that God is sovereign in each of our lives? Dude, that was awesome. Um, as you can tell, Shane didn't give us a heads up on what, how he's going to drop the hammer on us. Uh, <laughs> I, I, did. <laughs> I didn't want to convolute any of the other podcasts. That's, that's good. I like it. Um, I think about like unanswered prayers. You know, um, there's been many times in my life whenever I thought I knew what was best for me. Um, and then, um, you know, those prayers didn't get answered. And, you know, down the road, uh, it took a turn for the better for me because of those un- unanswered prayers. You know, God can see around every corner, and um, and we can't. And, uh, you know, and that's, I believe that's where, you know, our um, our faith comes in. And uh, and it's just an, an important to understand that whenever we are continually seeking Him uh, on a day-in and day-out basis, I do believe he's going to direct our paths for his will and his glory, not not ours, uh, which ours is usually more selfish, um, and uh, and and it needs to be more selfless. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, for me, yeah, I would say um, there's been many many times in my life whenever um, I've seen those unanswered prayers be a blessing in, in some shape, form, or fashion in my life. Uh, for his glory amen it's awesome that he gives us those moments and and sometimes those prayers those unanswered prayers become answered but it may be years later Uh and we can look back on his faithfulness and his sovereignty and we get to as our little pea brain human minds finally get to understand oh wow yeah thank you god yeah, no doubt. I love that. Uh, so, I found myself saying and speaking on God's sovereignty in almost all conversations when I'm talking about Jesus. And um, you know, our little pea brains. Uh, I think it's important for my brain to recognize that I'll never, ever, ever be able to understand Jesus's sovereignty, the Lord's sovereignty. But what I do have a great peace in that I've had for quite a while is that I have faith that he is 100% sovereign and it can't be any other way. It is you believe he's sovereign or he isn't. So when those doors shut, like Sean's talking about, and we go, we stomp our feet and we get ticked off because we really wanted that thing to happen. And then we get one month, one year, 10 years, 20 years down the road, and we go, like you said, Shane, praise you, Jesus. Thank you for... You knew exactly what I needed when I didn't. To tie back into your intro on the parenting, he loves us as much as we love our kids and then even more. He knows every hair on our head. He knows when we're about to uh, weave when we shouldn't. He knows when we're going to struggle and we need him. You know, So that sovereignty is a beautiful thing. And for my walk with Jesus, it really makes things easier because I don't have to understand everything. I, I want to seek it. And I want to figure it out, but I don't want to get in my own way either. So it releases our mind from quite a bit of stress to not have to 
understand and, and know everything. Absolutely. You know, um, Proverbs twenty twenty four, a man's steps are from the Lord. How then can man understand his way? Mm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean I how mean, real is Pretty that? black and white. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty black and white right there. I mean, um, his sovereignty, you know, it extends to the affairs of our daily lives and the plans we make every day. And, and how are we to understand his way? Um, I mean, the, we're not meant to understand it. You know, um, I feel like that we, we have to have faith. I feel it's, 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 it's where our faith comes in, um, which makes it really hard, guys. You know, it makes it very difficult because, um, you know, it's, it's just difficult to, to have that faith when it's something that we can't control. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, I mean, it's something that I struggle with. I think a lot of uh, men, women, humans, you know, just struggle with a lack of control, especially when you think about how little control we actually have. Um, but I think it's important to know that God desires blessings on us. He desires wonderful things for our lives. He, he, um, you know, he tells us, you know, to, to live for today because he's going to, I believe it's Joshua three, five to consecrate today, um, so that he can do the amazing things that he has planned for us tomorrow. Um, you know, just believing that he is sovereign, that he has wonderful things planned for our lives and for our families. Um, I feel like that's, that's what helps me to, um, to, to just be okay with not understanding, you know, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Brandon, you said something about, uh, he knows the hairs on our head. Mm Mm-hmm. I was cleaning a deer this past weekend, and I made a, you know, when you your first cut on a deer is around the this the skin, the hide, and I made a a a bad cut enough to where um, some of the hair came off on the meat as I was skinning it down, and I had a thought, and it was it was just a real fast passing thought, but I had a thought. It was like there is so much hair on this piece of meat, and I have not even made a dent in the hide to even know where the hair came from. But God knows how many strands of hair this deer has. If you've ever skinned a deer, they have a lot of hair. Yes, they do. And I <laughs> thought, like, is it is it 7 million pieces of hair? Like, I have no idea, but God knows, man. How cool is that? That's kind of really crazy. Cool. Awesome. You know, um, so we got to see one of uh, our Shane's oldest kiddo this morning before uh, she, she headed off to school. And um, when you have the blessing that sometimes can feel like a curse <laughs> with kids, uh, you know, I heard it put this way, and I love this. It's, it's basically, it, it's hard to, to beat you out of your own kid. <laughs> and I got Amen. one. Because <laughs> you're looking at this little human being walking around, and you're, if, you're, if you're willing to be just a little bit truthful with yourself, you're like, mm-hmm. Jesus that's me. Uh, some of it, you know, a, a lot, a large part of it. And you go, golly, and you still love me, you know. And then you, you know, and and with kids like your, you know, our parents did for you in the situation you were talking about. 
that beautiful thing, if we have godly parents, which we're blessed to have, can pass down from our heavenly father to our earthly parents, to us, to our children. And, you know, you do any reading in the Bible, and lineage is a big thing. And, you know, sharing Jesus through our lineage, when I leave this earth, if it's today or 100 years from now, you know, my goal should be that my kids know Jesus as soon as possible. Amen. They want to share that Amen. with everybody else. I was listening to Francis Chan yesterday. Love him. Oh, man, that dude is so, like, in your Passion face, intense. but loves you at the same time. It is I love that guy. Like if if I, I saw him to check it out. If I saw him today, like if I ran into him, I don't care about COVID, man. I'd hug that dude. <laughs> Me too. Oh my gosh, Jesus will keep you safe. He might not, grab my butt too. I feel like he might grab my butt and say, "I love you too." You know? <laughs> He's just that cool. You know. He's that cool. Anyways, Francis, uh, we know you're listening out there, buddy. But uh, you know, we love you. <laughs> hey, maybe he'll don't be a hold guest your breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what he was saying though is that as and I've seen this in the church, man. Um, most parents will, will think, like, man, I hope my kid doesn't fall away from the Lord when they leave my house. I hope they still continue to go to church and get filled with this word. I hope they meet. I hope, I hope, I hope. And he's like, man, I've been blessed with the most amazing kids. And as far as lineage, lineage goes, the reason it's so important is because he said, I don't want them just to hold on to what I have. I want them to jump off my shoulders into the next generation. And continue to grow. I want them to be better. I want them to have a better and closer walk than what I have. And what's so important about that is, yes, Brandon, we had a great start. No doubt. But if you're out there and you didn't, you can start that now. Amen. And that can continue and continue and continue to get better. Absolutely. Um, you took the words out of my mouth, Shane. I was thinking the I'm exact sorry. same thing. I was just thinking about how uh, there's probably a lot of our listeners that um, either um, their worldly father was absent. Um, um, maybe they had a worldly father, but they uh, that worldly father just didn't seek Christ. He uh, maybe was abusive. Maybe, who knows? Um, who knows? Maybe just at the end of the day, maybe you just didn't um, have that, that father that poured uh, the love of Jesus into your heart and and reared you in a Christ setting, you know, a Christ-filled setting. Um, you have a heavenly Father <laughs> that mm-hmm. that that desires you to have a relationship with Him, just like we have been so blessed to have a wonderful relationship with our worldly fathers. Um, we we know, uh, you know that we have a heavenly father who desires and wants that same relationship with us. And so please don't allow um, the absence of your worldly father to um, dictate, you know, your trajectory toward your heavenly father. You know, I just, I feel like that uh, it's super important for us to, for us to focus on that because, uh, that's a big reason that we have this podcast, guys. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, we we are we are trying to speak, um, you know, hopefully some love and and uh, encouragement, you know, into the men that are listening to this. And we know that um, everyone didn't have a fantastic father growing up. So 
um, lean in to the to the word, lean into your heavenly Father, and um, you're you're going to be filled with peace and joy, and and um, you're gonna you're gonna get there. Amen. Amen. Just kind of tying on the back of what you said, Obi, coming back to the God is sovereign. He knows. He knows. You you could say. You could be listening to this podcast, and you could easily say, well, those, those guys have no idea what I've mm-hmm. been through in my life. They haven't done it. They can't speak on it. They can't talk about it. And you'd be right to some extent. And we're not trying to tell you from experience about our heavenly father, I mean, about our earthly fathers, if yours is different. But God knows, man. God is sovereign, and he will meet you where you're at. Because he knows where you're at, and he knows where you're going, and he knows where you've been, and he'll guide you if you'll let him. Yeah, the beauty of that is the sovereignty, uh, and this is a great conversation that we could probably talk about on 100 podcasts, Amen. Uh, is that this is the whole point of being in the Word, um, you know, or having a mentor to help you get in the Word if you're not sure where to start. Because, uh, you know, mentors are talked about and ballyhooed and, you know, they are a big deal. You need mentors that can pull you to where they are and no doubt. push you from there. If a mentor doesn't want you to pass them in your growth, they're probably not a good mentor. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you get to do that one day. But the beauty of it is, is when we we're reading the Bible, we realize that our Heavenly Father gives true account after true account of broken people being loved by him and doing hard to fathom things. Great families, terrible families, uh, shunned by their families. Um, my kids were telling me about uh, the story of Moses yesterday and, um, briefly it came up because my son was saying how long they've been talking about Moses and how powerful of a story he has. You know, and the history of or the reality of what happened and how he had everything that he could possibly want in the world's eyes. You know, but that's not what he really chose. Uh, he chose to take that journey to share Jesus. And at the end of the day, for, uh, for our guys listening, our men, our fathers, our sons, uh, and, and, and even our wives, and our, I, just, I don't feel like most wives are going to listen to this and go, I really want to hear those four men talk. Probably not. But, you know, maybe, could maybe, be. maybe, you know, I'd like to think that our wives like to listen to us talk. That, um, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Um, sometimes. Yeah. Um, Can't wait for them to hear that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might get in trouble for thinking that my wife doesn't enjoy listening to me. She would probably get on to me and say, yeah, baby, I love talking to you and listen, you know. Yeah. So I don't want to allude that's to anything that's, that's not true. there. That's true. That's a good point. Um, and I completely lost my friend train of thought so somebody better hop in there and get me back online so moment of silence anyone (laughs) (laughs) hey uncomfortable truth amen it's scripted uh so um if you if you don't feel like you can relate to us for for any reason and you did have a terrible childhood growing up listen to francis chan because 
you know, you can. Unbelievable testimony. Unbelievable. That dude went through so much in his oh my life. Oh, goodness. And I mean, just, just uh, loves Jesus. Yeah. You, um, have you heard, like, uh, how his life started? Uh, his mom dying, giving birth to him. His yes. dad resenting him for, uh, you know, years and uh, beating him. And uh, and then his dad died whenever he was like, I don't don't hold me to the numbers, but I think it was 11 or 12. And then he went to um, – Live with his aunt and uncle, and then I believe uh, his uncle um, murdered his aunt and then committed suicide. Goodness like that was the first gracious. like that was like the first fourteen years of his life, and he was like, "There's got to be something bigger and better out there." Like what? And that's when he found the Lord, and he said uh, he remembers like being super passionate at the age of like fourteen, giving his life to the Lord, and like he said, I just remember. Like my last day of, uh, you know, graduation and just uh, thinking, man, I'm never going to see these people again. I got to tell them about Jesus. Wow. Like, uh, you know, so he had a conviction on another level uh, at a very, very, very young age, which unlike uh, a lot of people, you know. And uh, so uh, it's uh, it's pretty inspiring. That guy's, uh, he's inspiring. He's very inspiring. And I think what's so cool about him is that he will never – You'll never catch him talking or telling a story or telling about his life for any other purpose other than to lead people to Jesus Christ. Absolutely. That's powerful. You know, Sean said, uh, you know, he found the Lord and it just jumped out at me. I've never thought of it this way. You know, he's right there, guys, always. But we have to take that initial step, which is free will, which is the beauty of the only way this can work, and seek him in some way. And, uh, you know, you hear people say all the time, well, I found the Lord. You know, it, it, he didn't go anywhere. You know, we... Yeah, he's sovereign. He's always been that's there. That's exactly right. And we, that's we lose powerful. Sight. We lose sight sometimes. Yep. Um, you know, life strikes. I mean, challenges strike, adversity strikes. You know, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's not hard to lose sight in the midst of that adversity. Um, mm. But again, go back to Scripture. You know, the Lord talks about how we grow, how, how those trials uh, create perseverance, um, and, and to continue to seek Him, continue to, to, to go after Him, building that relationship with Him, and um, that ultimately we're going to be better men, better Christians, uh, better women in him uh, after having gone through that that adversity. So um, just continue to seek him where you are, like Shane says. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about when you say seek him, you know, we have, we have the conscious choice to seek him. You know, that beautiful thing was given uh, to us when Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Uh, we can seek him any second that... Uh, we choose to, and uh, guys, y'all correct me if I'm wrong on this, but uh, was it Peter who the Lord said, look at me, and he was out on the ocean, and he wasn't sinking? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. But when he quit looking at him, he starts sinking, and you know, that's the adversity that Toby's talking about, and the challenges, you know, we start thinking, oh, I got this. And we start losing our focus on the Lord, and we start sinking. And then uh, 
it's just our human nature. No doubt. You know, it, yeah. our human nature is to, is to um, continue to seek him until we get those, we get that, that good feeling mm-hmm. back in our bones. We get that good feeling in our minds. Oh, we got this again. Yeah. We got this again. And it's just so, uh, it's almost laughable, you know, <laughs> how, how, we, how we get there. And we think that it's okay to stop doing what we've been doing in order that brought us to that point, you know. And mm-hmm. it's again, it's just human nature of of our sinful way. Um, so you're right. Um, when you when you seek Him, you're gonna find that peace. Uh, the The challenge is when you find that peace to continue seeking Him. Um, that's the that's the challenge because. It's very easy to, to fall away at that point. Very true. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, my challenge to you out there as a listener is, or our challenge to you is just really diving into God's sovereignty. But if you, if you cannot recognize that, that God is sovereign, you got to start there because we have to have a we can't make our own rules. We established that in the beginning. We can't make our own rules because our rules change. We have to go to the source of who makes the rules. It's consistent. It's true. It's truth. If you're out there and you don't know Jesus today and he's calling you right now, all you have to do is say, I give up. I give up my sin. I give up my life. Just speak to him right now. I accept Lord Jesus is my Savior. I accept that he died on the cross for my sins, and I'm willing to turn from them and walk in a different direction. That's it. Amen. It's that simple. Amen. It's that simple. So if, that, if that's you, just bow your heart to him and say those words, and it doesn't have to be those exact words. It just needs to be real. Mm-hmm. Guys, we love you out there, and we're glad you're listening, and we hope you continue to, to tune in. Again, we will continue to echo this, not for us, not for anybody sitting here talking, not for any of our glory, but for the Lord's glory and what he can do in your life and how he can move your life to to make tremendous impact on those around you, your family, to start a new lineage lineage in his, in his name, uh, your friends, the people around you, your coworkers. If we're a Christian, we should be different and people should notice it. And that is an everyday reminder of how we should live our life. If nobody notices a, a difference in us, then just to be real, we're not doing something right. It's good stuff. Very good. All right, guys. We will catch you on the next one. Have a great day. See you.